Think the Toronto housing market is predictable? Well, think again. Join me as I uncover the latest and surprising trends in the real estate market, shaping the future for home buyers and home sellers for 2024. Hey there, welcome back to the podcast, Realty Bites, conversations on real estate and lifestyle. And I'm your host, Evelyn Lopez. Today, I wanted to talk about the bustling, ever-changing world of the Toronto GTA real estate housing market. Now, January's numbers were just released and the performance offers significant insights. It shows a mix of twists and turns and opportunities that both home buyers and home sellers will want to hear about. So grab your favorite snack, sit back, and let's break this down into bite-sized, easy to digest pieces. does this all mean for buyers in the Toronto GTA market? Well, the current trends provides a mix of challenges and opportunities. The increase in sales and the drop in borrowing costs for certain mortgages signals a more favorable environment for purchasing a home, especially for first-time buyers. With inflation expected to chill out a bit, there is the potential for further reductions in borrowing costs, as indicated by Jennifer Pierce of the Toronto Regional Real Estate Board. Reduced mortgage rates will likely bolster buyer confidence, bringing more buyers to the market. And these lower borrowing costs is good news because it means getting a mortgage could become easier, making the dream of owning a home more attainable. However, The tightening market is characterized also by significant increases in the number of sales, which is outpacing the rise in new listings, suggesting that buyers may face increased competition and potentially higher prices as we move into the spring market. But here's the catch. Yes, the market is getting tighter. And what does that mean? Well, even though there are more homes available than there were last year, as can be seen from a comparison of even last month's numbers, in some instances, almost 50% more, we see this trend a number of communities. So for example, in month over month numbers in Brampton, we saw 352 Um, listings in December and 634 new listings in January. Yet there was a decline in the number of active listings, so listings available in the same period. It went from 765 in December to 664 in January. And this was due to an increase in the number of actual sales, which went from 295 sales in December to 395 sales in January. So we can see that although more listings are coming to the market, they are selling at a higher rate, which results in less active or available listings for buyers in the marketplace. Now we saw this similar occurrence in other areas. Caledon, for example, had an increase in the number of new listings from 74 in December to 124 in January. 
Well, that all sounds good, except the total number of active listings went down slightly from 198 active listings in December to 180 in January. And the number of sales increased from 39 sales in December to 58 in January. This was also coupled with a slight decrease in the days on market, which is how long it takes a property to sell, and a decrease in the months of inventory, so how much available inventory is in the marketplace. Mississauga also showed a similar trend. In December, there were 358 new listings, and in January, we saw an increase in new listings to 668, which represents an increase of about 53%. In that same period in Mississauga, we saw a decrease in the number of active listings from 964 in December to 890 in January, representing a decrease of 10.8%. So the number of sales increased. We saw 285 in December, and 376 in January, so an increase of about 1.31%. The days on market also, in this instance, increased from 49 days to 57, and the months of inventory remained constant at 2.4. The median house price for all styles in the city of Mississauga increased from 905,000 as a median price point in December to 965 thousand in January. We saw similar types of trends in the communities of Orangeville, Halton Hills, New Tecumseh, Erin, Guelph, Waterloo Region, and uh, you know this really shows more active listings uh, compared to the previous month but also more home selling faster. And the number of new listings essentially isn't going to keep up with the sales. So it's still early in the year. However, this trend and the predictions that we're hearing about could mean that things could get competitive and prices might start nudging up as we head into the sunny vibes of spring. So for sellers, well, for you, things are looking quite well and you're sitting pretty. The market dynamics suggest an advantageous position for you, the home seller. The tight market with demand outstripping supply may lead to price increases, particularly if the trend continues into the busier spring season. Jason Mercer, who is the chief market analyst for the Toronto Regional Real Estate Board, is predicting a potential surge in home sales if the Bank of Canada cuts its policy rate later in the year, which means if you're selling, the wind could be at your back, pushing prices up over the next couple of years. Now, despite a slight dip in home prices in January, in some areas and housing stock types compared to the previous year and the previous month, the overall market conditions coupled with stabilization in borrowing rates indicates a potentially lucrative period for sellers moving forward. But it's not all sunshine and rainbows. The call for policy reevaluation, particularly concerning the mortgage stress test rules and the need for federal and provincial support in building more homes, as highlighted by John D. Michelle of the Toronto Regional Real Estate Board, underscores the broader challenges and opportunities in the Toronto housing market. Addressing these policy and supply issues will be crucial for sustaining momentum and ensuring that first-time homebuyers can jump into the market, which is key 
in keeping the housing scene vibrant and making sure that rents remain a viable option for everyone while still providing profit for sellers. In essence, the Toronto housing market is buzzing with energy. And whether you're looking to buy or sell, there are opportunities and challenges on the horizon. So whether you're dreaming of your first home or planning to sell, staying informed and ready to act is the name of the game. Now, keep in mind that these numbers and trends are a moving target. They are constantly changing. So when it's time for you to either, you know, jump into the market or, uh, you know, put your house on the market, you need to look at what is happening in your specific community for your specific housing style and price point and, you know, drilling that down to your specific neighborhood because things do change and new product comes on the market which means there's different elements to competition and you know if you're a seller you always have to be competitive you have to be the best on the block so that your home does sell whether it's a strong market or a weak market you have to be positioned properly and marketed properly and for buyers you need to know what your options are and you need to be able to find the best deal. So keep that in mind as you're looking at all these numbers and trying to figure out what's best for you. And what's best for you might be different for your friend next door. So again, you know, have a conversation with your realtor and, you know, have them offer you the information, the interpretation of that information, drill down specifically for your situation, for your needs, for your timing, for your, you know, marketplace. Now, for a more detailed look into the numbers, you can check out this month's interactive community market report. And in it, you'll find uh, real estate market highlights and statistics for a variety of communities in areas within the Toronto GTA. Now, we've put this all together for you um, making it super simple. You'll see whether prices are going up or down or days on market are going up or down and what price points, medium price points are for all the housing styles, for, you know, detached semi-towns. So it will help you a little bit more uh, drill down for your situation. Now, this report includes a variety of areas within the Toronto GTA, as I mentioned, including Caledon, which incorporates Bolton, Brampton, Mississauga, Oakville, Halton Hills, which encompasses both Georgetown and Acton, Erin, Orangeville, Shelburne, Grand Valley, New Tecumseh, which includes the southern portion of Simcoe County, including Alliston, Beaton, and Tottenham, Guelph, and Waterloo region, which includes the cities of Cambridge, Kitchener, Waterloo, and the surrounding townships. And yes, I have a little something for everyone in the GTA uh, West and Northwest. So I'll put a link to that document in the show notes below and you can check that out and see what's happening in your community. If you have any questions specific to your uh, situation, feel free to reach out. You can DM me or text or call whatever is uh, convenient for you or speak to your realtor and um, you know, ask them to sort of break it all down for your specific situation. Thanks so much for tuning in. 
And if you've got any questions or thoughts or just want to chat about your housing market, again, uh, just drop me a note. Take that part out, right? We'll just go, thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe for more updates and insights. And we'll catch you on the next one. Bye for now.